Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, Mario turns into an elephant. I don't know what more you want. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined, as I'm always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. We've got a good show for you today. We're going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct that happened on Wednesday, June 21st, 2023. I'm joined by Mark Mitchell in the future here, slash in the past. We've already recorded a uh, brief conversation about the Nintendo Direct uh, we, we He is uh, not here. We recorded over Zoom, so we'll be including our Zoom conversation. We've got about uh, half an hour was all the time that we could carve out of our respective days to talk about what was an incredible direct. Uh, but before we get to that conversation, just want to uh, go over a few things quick. Uh, Patreon.com slash Nintendo Cartridge Society is our Patreon where you can go if you would like to support us at the 4-bit, the 8-bit, or the 16-bit level. Um, if you subscribe at the 8- or 16-bit level, you get access to our uh, monthly miniseries. Um, we just finished up doing NCS Detective Club where we watch the great detective shows of television history, and we are coming up on a show where we're going to be talking about Broadway musicals. Very excited about that if any of that is of interest to you go check out the patreon um and uh enjoy what's there um if you want to have conversations with mark and i directly with uh, other listeners of the show directly you can join us on our discord email us at nintendo cartridge society at gmail.com and we will send you an invitation to the discord um where people are always talking about what's going on in the world of nintendo let me tell you today during the direct Uh, That place was popping off. People talking about Nintendo, talking about the Direct. It is a great place for theorizing, for really digging into what's going on in these trailers and all that kind of stuff. Um, All right. Uh, So I I, I know that we we did have, we did a uh, ABCs of Nintendo E3 part one last week. We will deliver the part two next week, but there was a Direct. So that's what we got to do today. Uh, So I'm going to play some transition music and then. It'll be the conversation that Mark and I had about this amazing Nintendo Direct. All right, Mark, let's talk about this Nintendo Direct today. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, so exciting. Just, um, uh, just completely out of nowhere. We've never had to call an emergency session of Nintendo Cartridge Society before. Uh, but but we we had to this time. It was an absolute yep. absolute necessity. Um, Forty minutes, a lot of Mario stuff, um, uh, mostly coming out this year. Uh, I don't think so. We got we saw a lot of Nintendo casting the net deep into twenty twenty four. Outrageous stuff here. Yeah, uh, there was okay when Koizumi was there with Takahashi. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, there's got to be, there's got to be a reason. There's got to be something yes. big. And um, I, what's your overall, what's your overall temperature on this Nintendo Direct? I loved it. Uh, I, I mean, there, there was a, um, uh, an amount of like 
uh, sort of anachronistic garbage in here where I'm like, <laughs> it, it just, it, it made it feel like a Nintendo Direct to me, right? Because no Nintendo Direct is going to be all things I'm excited about. Uh, but right, the things that totally. I was excited about here, I was extremely excited about. Um, and there's also just a lot of like uh, Nintendo being weird. Um, so I, I, I was way into it. Mark, what are your general feelings on it? Yeah, I watched this the first time in like, I would say suboptimal circumstances. <laughs> and so there was a lot there was a lot of stuff that I was like, ooh boy, I don't care about this at all. But the I think just like you, the stuff that I'm excited about, I'm really excited about. So overall, I thought it was a lot of fun. Uh well let's uh let, let's go through here. We are time crunched right now. So we have got from right now exactly 30 minutes to talk about this. Yeah, direct, that's right. Which is I, I mean, that is against our very nature. It is an affront to Nintendo Cartridge Society, but we gotta do what we gotta do. I mean, how how lucky that we'll have a full news episode next Tuesday to yes. be able to talk about it. Dive in deeper. <laughs> um so, so we will start where the direct started with the uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC, uh, which was sort of just a check-in on stuff we already knew about. We didn't get any dates. Um, they just sort of reiterated and showed a little bit more footage from uh, the Teal Mask coming out this fall and the Indigo Disc coming out this winter. Um, I don't know. Uh, looked cool. Didn't look... Um, I, like, I didn't see any uh, performance issues in that trailer, but who knows what that's actually running on. Right, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I thought it looked cool. I know nothing about, like, I feel like Scarlet and Violet w sold really well. And, uh, you know, like the performance issues you talked about, um, people commented on. But overall, people seem to really like it. I thought it looked cool. It still doesn't, it's not enough to get me to play the game. You know what I mean? Well, and especially enough to uh, buy the game, buy the DLC, <laughs> play all of it. Like, yeah, it's, it, it's, right, it's a lot. Exactly. Uh, then, like you said, uh, Shinya Takahashi and uh, Yoshiaki Koizumi come out, and they're hosting this thing. Two Nintendo bigwigs together, guiding us through the next yeah. 40 minutes. Um, I was like, hello, what are we doing? <laughs> it, right, and you know, like, we, we got a, a new Super Mario Brothers game, which obviously was a big deal, but I was just kind of, still kind of surprised that they had uh, Koizumi there for all of it. But it was a fun surprise. Um, also interesting, um, with uh, like f essentially four new Mario projects um, yeah. and and a deep dive into Pikmin 4 and a reveal of Pikmin 1 and 2. No Miyamoto. <laughs> like, right, yeah. What are you saving him for? This is what he does. Yeah, but is it anymore? I don't know that it is. I don't know. I mean, Pikmin, I yeah. think, but I don't know. I mean, he would look. He, we didn't learn anything new about Pikmin Bloom, so <laughs> Miyamoto said I'm <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, okay, so we start running through the, uh, the the games here. Sonic Superstars, uh, which we had seen at um, you know previous showcases as part of Summer Game Fest, uh, coming to uh, Switch uh, this fall. Uh, four player, multiplayer. I don't know. It's how, how you feeling about Sonic Superstars, Mark? Yeah, I think we did. We haven't talked about it because it wasn't an Nintendo presentation. I think it looks great. Uh, I I read that it's running on the Sonic Mania like physics engine, which. Uh, you know, yeah, so I, I think this could be a lot of fun. Um, looks good. I'm excited to learn more about it. Uh, then there's Palia, which is coming out this holiday. It's a cozy MMO. I don't think we have anything to say about this game. Mm -hmm. uh, not although, with this time crunch. Not with this time crunch. I will say that it looked like a Disney Dreamlight Valley without the Disney stuff. 100%. 
I thought the same thing. Just a regular Dreamlight Valley? Yeah. <laughs> Not interesting. Uh, next up was Persona 5 Tactics or Tactica. Is it called Tactics or Tactica? Oh, yeah. My guess is probably Tactica, and I uh, only because that sounds uh, Persona-y. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, that's coming out November 17th. Um, you know, a, a Persona 5 Tactics game. Looks kind of cool, but I will not be fooled by Persona games. I know now that I'm not interested in them. <laughs> I know, I know. I do feel like we gave it an honest shot, but I mm -hmm. just don't think it's for me. It did leave me wondering, you know, like, uh, at... Was it Xbox's presentation, or maybe sometimes during Summer Games Fest? It was Xbox. Persona, the Persona Three remake was announced, and there was some like question that we've seen a few publisher or a few like game stores put up a Switch version of the Persona Three remake, but not keep of it at in this Nintendo Direct, which means leads me to believe it really and truly is not coming to Nintendo um, Switch. That that was also one that was dated for a little bit later, right? I mean, we're, we're talking about uh, Tactica, which is November 17th, but I, I believe the Persona 3 remake isn't until like the end of the year, maybe even early next year. I think it is 2024. Okay. So maybe maybe that, I mean, not that we don't see, you know, later stuff in, in, in uh, later yeah. this direct, but, um, but I also think part of that is uh, Xbox is making a like specific push to uh, have more Japanese games and more like, games that appeal to Japanese audiences uh, on, on their service. So, um, you know, maybe it will be exclusive to Xbox or uh, at least in timed or something. Yeah, well, I mean, I think we know that it's coming to PlayStation. I think, so even, I think I think even that is the uh, uh, where it's like people have seen that, but it wasn't part of like actual announcements. No, I think it was part of Atlas's right. like press release that they sent out because that's where people were like, oh, maybe it really isn't coming because Persona 5 packed mm. done did say all the plot like include switch and uh the persona 3 remake just included like uh, xbox i'm i'm fairly confident um but look also, we're, we mean, are your one-stop shop for persona information so exactly yeah i, I mean i guess the, the one thing if you want to say is maybe if it's coming early 2024 and nintendo Baby has new hardware coming in 2024. They're not ready to announce it for Switch because it's not coming to Switch. But who knows? I mean, I think at this point, it's just like the Persona 5 Royal coming to Switch, like that was not Atlas doing it. That was Sega. Sega, which owns yeah. Atlas, like actually like did the port for Switch. And I think the Persona 3 remake is developed by Atlas and they don't seem all that interested in making Switch stuff. So I think it's just not coming. But who knows? Uh, a, a fair point, and also not part of this direct. So we're going to keep moving on. <laughs> uh, next, we saw Myth Force. Myth, sorry, Myth Force, which is a uh, sort of like Saturday morning cartoon, uh, roguelike first-person adventure game. Uh, it's coming out at some point this year. Uh, no, no more specific release date than that. Um, anything about Myth Force, or you want to move on to the Splatoon Three Splatfest? I thought it looked kind of fun. The Splatoon Three Splatfest, uh, its best ice cream flavor. July 14th to July 16th, vanilla, strawberry, and mint chip. And I thought that was weird that they did mint chip until I understood that, uh, you know, you're, you're splatting ink that is the color of the ice cream. So it makes sense that they didn't want to do chocolate. But chocolate seems like the obvious. Well, um, chocolate, chocolate is well-worn uh, Splatfest territory at this point, too, because we did well, dark chocolate, true. milk chocolate, and white chocolate. Oh, you're right. So yeah, you're chocolate it out. Right. But where's cookies and cream? Where's cookies and cream? 
Uh, also, I have not been paying that close of attention to, um, like, the more recent Splatoon 3 updates. Or the challenges, like, foggy notion that they, like, show off here where the stage becomes foggy. Is that new? Or is that... Uh, yeah, I don't know either. Mark, I have no idea. Um, uh, all right. It, also, just so weird to me that in a Nintendo Direct, they're like, and now we're going to announce a Splatfest. Like, it's I know. A, <laughs> that's a tweet. No, that, was, that, that was one of the parts, exactly. That was one of the parts that I was like, oh, it, is this going to be a really weird Nintendo Direct? Um, but I mean, it, it all it, worked out. <laughs> That Splatfest in this direct took priority over everybody one to switch a new first party game that's coming out in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Next up was Detective Pikachu Returns. Uh, I almost can't believe this is real. Um, coming out uh, October sixth, um, a sequel to the 3DS Detective Pikachu. Um, all of your favorites are here: Tim Goodman and the Detective Pikachu himself. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was uh, like. Uh... I didn't play the first Detective Pikachu game, so when they're like, Tim Goodman, you know, the recognizable one with the red jacket, it made me laugh, only because I had no idea who Tim Goodman is. Signature red hoodie. Um, Uh And I mostly know him as Justice Smith in the Detective Detective Pikachu movie. Right, yeah. And I forgot that that was that character's name. Uh, But I, this was one that was announced way back, like years ago, yeah. and um, we haven't really gotten an update on. And so uh, nice to see that it exists and that it's coming later this year. Mark, do you think they're going to do another giant um, Detective Pikachu amiibo? <laughs> oh, man. I hope so. In fact, I, in fact, I hope it's even bigger. And I also hope that uh, <laughs> the old one is compatible with it. I hope so, too. Uh, next up, here, here's where we start cooking with gas. Um, oh my gosh, yeah. Next up is the Super Mario RPG remake coming out November 17th. Uh, Mark, I about jumped out of my chair when 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 I saw this. I So I guess after the fact, I learned that I guess there have been like at least one rumor that this was the case uh, like a, the, a day or two leading up to the Nintendo Direct, but it was a complete surprise to me. And um, I... I am so excited for this. I feel like it also kind of answers the question of why is it not on Nintendo Switch Online? Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a, it, it definitely answers that question. This is one of my favorite um, RPGs and one of my favorite Super Nintendo games. Um, I have my, uh, my Super NES cartridge of it uh, in my apartment. Um, and I uh, am very excited to play this game again. It, it looks as faithfully recreated as Link's Awakening uh, did in 2019. Um, there are really only a couple of uh, like screen, like some of the things going on in the battles. It looks like there's a little bit more information on screen, uh, but everything else looks like, uh, you know, screen to screen faithful recreation, like panel by panel recreation of the original game. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Like it, I, like I think the like backgrounds are new, and I I understand that there's some like quality of life upgrades, which makes sense. They were in like Link's Awakening as well. But I love that they are um, short squat little versions of the characters. I love that too. Like uh, yeah, like it looks great. Uh, Yoko uh, Yoko Shimomura is back working on the music for it. I this is gonna be a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of a, this feels like a no-lose situation to me. Um, we, uh, I'm sure, will go into greater detail about uh, this game and, and, and in future episodes and as we get closer. Um, but one thing I did just want to point out, this is a $60 game. Yeah. But, but yeah, I guess Link's Awakening was too. But, uh, um, yeah, same that you'd pay for this that you would pay for but I guess why not? Like, why not have it be a sixty dollars game? I, I mean, why was Metroid Prime a forty dollars game? <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good <laughs> point. And we, we, there are a lot of like price shenanigans uh, that uh, that that play out through the rest of this thing, and I'll bring them up as we encounter them. Um, yeah, that's right. Like WarioWare, I guess, is now strictly a fifty dollars series. Yes, exactly. Um, uh, but again, we'll get to that when we get to that. Uh, next up was uh, a tease of a Princess Peach game. Which, uh, he's like, on a, it all looks like it's kind of like theater bound. Like, she's on a stage, and then mm-hmm. make a point that when she steps on a specific platform on stage, she her like dress becomes white, and stuff seen happens. But we, we don't, don't know, know exactly we don't know what yet. I, I think, so, you know, there was a Princess Peach platformer for Nintendo DS, but she Super hasn't Princess had Peach. her own series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she hasn't had her own series since then, and I think it's I think it's awesome that they're uh, making a Princess Peach game, and hopefully it can become like its own like spinoff series. Yeah, I, I'm a little worried about like the perspective that we saw so far. I mean, it's it's possible we saw like nothing of of the actual game, but like it looks like it's mostly 2D with just like a little bit of like depth of field to it. Right. Yeah. Uh, almost like a Final Fight game or something. Um. So I, I'm I'm very curious to see what it actually ends up being. I also thought this tease, not like bad, uh, but like this, and then the one we'll get to right now, which is Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, uh, but graphical upgrade, they call it like a, yeah. I, I don't know, is it a remake, or is it just like, although I guess it would have to be going it's, from the 3DS yeah. to the Switch. Yeah, but, it's, um, it's, it's got to be a remake for sure, because it's, yeah, it, 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 it's losing a screen, it's losing a dimension, and the controller's yeah. all different, so. I just, I just thought it was interesting to just, like, throw those both out as, like, hey, these two things are coming in 2024 with, like, not really any other details. Well, okay, but it's it's because the Mario movie made a billion dollars, right? And that they're, like, <laughs> we got to show people that we're doing Mario stuff. Yeah, I mean, but, but they, I mean, they definitely do. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I never played Dark Moon. Yeah, um, I didn't either. In fact, I don't own it. I think I don't own you it. Do, I do know I own it? <laughs> own, I know that you owned it at one point because I remember being at your apartment playing a little bit of it on your original 3DS. But I don't know how much uh, progress you made. Uh, I, well, then I guess I made no progress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so th- those are all very much... Uh, th- this is the Nintendo casting. They're not far into the future. Who knows when we'll see those in 2024. Um, then we move on to some weird announcements. Batman Arkham Trilogy is out this fall. Um, okay. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gloomhaven is coming out on September 18th. Uh, and Just Dance 2024 edition is coming out October 24th. And then there's Silent Hope, which is a new RPG from Xseed. And then Pay Farm, which is comes out on September 8th. And it's like a fairy farming game. 
Uh, I mean, truly not not too many like farming slash like cozy games in this direct, but you know, when compared to those of recent memory, but uh, Fae Farm yeah. is definitely one, uh, as well as that Palia, uh, and I think Silent Hope sort of like counts as half a one. <laughs> uh, um, next was mm -hmm. Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged coming out October 19th. And then uh, Maniac, or Maniac Mechanics or Manic Mechanics? Might be Manic Mechanics. I think it's just, think it's just Manic. Uh, comes out July 13th. And uh, Manic Mechanics looks like Overcooked, but a mechanic shop. Yeah, which could be fun. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm just curious if uh, Manic, if they've been like, uh, professionally diagnosed as Manic. <laughs> sure. Uh, that I, hey, I like that. Um, uh, all right, and then next up, uh, moving back into uh, Nintendo territory, sort of, um, we get the Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope uh, DLC 2. The last Spark Hunter is out now. Um, and we just saw a little bit more of like the exploring worlds and, and, and stuff like that. Seemed cool. Still haven't played this game. There's a, uh, there's a demo for it that's, that's available. Um, uh, I, I, I bought this thing on like extreme discount, uh, a couple months ago and have not, have not played any of it. Yeah. Uh, I played the demo and for whatever reason, couldn't really get into it. But man, I love that first game. It's kind of a buffer that I haven't like connected with this one. Yeah, same. I feel the same. Uh, that's followed up by Dragon Quest Monsters colon The Dark Prince. Yeah, out December 1st. Um, it made me realize I don't understand what makes... I've never played a game in the Monsters like spinoff of Dragon Quest. And um, I don't really understand what how a Monster Hunter... How a, monsters game plays differently from like a mainline dragon quest because you could have pulled Pokemon, me remove right? like oh oh is oh so is it like is i it think like so monster hunters stories is that what the that's been off called no because even that uh is not like catching the monsters and like a t making them attack other uh, other people's monsters this looked like you were actually training the dragon quest monsters and making them fight against other dragon quest monsters I love oh, Pokemon. Okay. All right. But if anyone has more information about that, they can email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. At gmail.com. And let us know where we got it wrong. Mark, we move then into Pikmin 4, which we know, of course, is coming out July 21st. We saw a little bit more, um, uh, just more details about this game. We we met that dog, Ochi. Um, okay, that's what I was going to ask. Ochi yeah. is new. I... We, we've seen Ochi before, uh, and, it, uh, and Miyamoto was like, and here's this dog-looking creature, and then, like, we moved on. Okay, but he, Ochi is new to this game. Like, He's Ochi new to this game, yeah. Um, right. I guess I can only think of one other example, which is Poochie in the, um, uh, the Yoshi, Yoshi series. Yeah. But I think it's... So I guess it's not really a trend, but I do think it's funny that they, like... Nintendo likes to add dog characters to these um, series. I mean, that's the, this is Polter Pup Erasure, because um, oh, we right. definitely okay. have I, a ghost I knew dog. There yes. was another one. There was another one. Polter Pup, you're right, you're right. Um, uh, let's see, uh, in Pikmin 4, you will be going underground uh, into the depths, just like Link did. Um, uh-huh, Tears uh, of the Kingdom, for sure. 
Tears of the Kingdom for sure. Also, like going inside houses, like you're definitely exploring like a living room and a kitchen and like someone's basement. Um, uh-huh. A cool like addition to the sort of like you know natural environments of uh, the previous games. Yeah, I thought you were. I, it looked like you were maybe like an office uh, building or like an, uh, something like that. Yeah. At one point, yeah. Maybe we're exploring Nintendo HQ. Who knows? Um, let's see. Uh, there are also uh, night expeditions thingy, things you can do at night. Uh, you can collect glow Pokemon, which only appear at night. Um, Pikmin. Oh, sorry. Yes, Pikmin. My bad. Um, uh, and then there's a a demo that's available on June twenty eighth. So we haven't really we haven't talked about it on the show at all. But I, I after you and friend of the show Connor and other people, a lot of other people in the Discord started playing Pikmin Bloom. Or maybe we did talk about it on the show. I can't remember. But anyways, I start okay. I started Pikmin Bloom as well, and that has gotten me more interested yes. in Pikmin Four um, because I'm becoming to appreciate how cute the Pikmin are. So yeah. I don't know I. Uh, I would, I would say I probably end up buying Pikmin Four. Awesome, uh, uh, I, I, I I'm I'm in on it too. Like the uh, the the additional stuff that we saw here makes it seem really attractive, and like I, I, I'm in. Also, Mark, you got to drop your uh, your friend QR code oh, yeah. in, in the uh-huh. Discord. That's right, and then we can all be friends. Um, That's right. Uh, in in addition to this stuff on Pikmin Four, we saw that Pikmin One and Pikmin Two HD editions are available on the eShop now. Um, with a physical version available on the 22nd. That's both games on one cart. You can buy them now as a, a package for $50 or separately for $30 each. And I um, have not read yet if, do, or is it like the Wii control version? You I'm know, where sure. they like added motion controls or that would be my guess it is they included that. But yeah, I'm, I uh, haven't checked to see if that's the case. I mean, it's... It, it, with these two adding uh, to the Metroid Prime of it all, um, it's just neat to see them adding uh, GameCube games uh, by yeah. making them uh, high def. And obviously, Metroid Prime is more than that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's it's one of those like about time things, you know. I mean, we're getting. I, I guess maybe a lot is an overstatement, but uh, there's the uh, Batch of Kaidos, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, uh, remasters that are coming. So it seems like GameCube's having a moment. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Uh, then we move on to uh, the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, which we had seen teased in the, or not teased, but revealed in the uh, like PlayStation Showcase a couple weeks ago. Um, but Nintendo, God bless Nintendo, they broke it down and said, here's what's in this thing. Because <laughs> um, we get Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Metal Gear Solid 3, uh, Snake Eater. Also the original Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake. Um, for whatever crazy system they were on, and uh, uh, Metal Gear and Metal Gear Two: Snake's Revenge for the NES, uh, also some uh, a graphic novel, some script books, uh, strategy guides, a bunch of stuff, all available um, in this collection. And the collection will be coming on October twenty fourth. And but you can also, they said, you also be able to buy the three Metal Gear Solid games individually on the eShop. Yeah, otherwise the collection is uh, $60. I didn't see if they priced the individual games, um, but this collection as a whole is 60 Yeah, it would have been fun if they had Twin Snakes in here. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, especially with the sort of, like, NES completionism of uh, uh, Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 Snakes Revenge, which uh, is, you know, uh, like, th- those are weird artifacts that, especially the second one that, uh, like, 
um, what's his name? Uh, Kojima had nothing to do with. Um, right. Right. So, uh, yeah. Why, why, why not, why not bring twin, sna twin snakes onto this thing? Yeah. Maybe collection two. Uh, uh, then, then, then we got, uh, vampire survivors coming out August 17th. Um, this is cool. Uh, Mark, I don't know if you saw, but, uh, the vampire survivors, people also, uh, tweeted out that they're adding couch co-op, um, to, oh, to cool. the game on, on all platforms on the 17th. So that's, uh, that's incredibly cool. Um, this is one that I've been watching like from a distance. Uh, and now that it's coming to switch, I'm totally going to play it. Next was Headbangers Rhythm Royale, October 31st, which is like a uh, rhythm mini game collection sort of thing. You can have up to 30 players online and you play as birds. Uh, yeah, we, we got we to gotta move, Mark. We're running out of time. I know, uh, I know, I know. Mar the Mario Kart 8 Booster Course Deluxe Pass, uh, wait, wait, five. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, sorry. The one yes. I, I just wanted uh, Penny's Big Breakaway, early 2024. Oh, yes. From the team behind Sonic Mania, it's a 3D platformer. I love Sonic Mania. It's basically my introduction to actually playing Sonic the Hedgehog games. So I'm excited for this for that reason. Yeah, and, and it looks really good, too. Um, so, uh, booster Course Pass coming to Mario Kart 8. Um, we saw the uh, squeaky clean sprint, which is like you're playing in someone's giant bathroom. We also saw the three new characters that they're bringing. Petey Piranha, Wiggler, and Kamek um, from uh, previous which, Mario they, Kart they pronounced Comic, so that's a new one to me. I refuse to adopt that. <laughs> uh, then we got a, a remake of uh, Star Ocean Second Story, um, sort of the HD 2D of uh, a re remake of uh, Star Ocean uh, 2, uh, but we got no time, so we're not going to talk about that. Uh, and then we saw Mark. <laughs> go, I go. Know, I, I, okay, okay. But I want to say, I know you said we're not going to talk about it, but, we, but I do. I just have to say, to me, it's like HD 2D with like 3D elements. And I feel like that, like perspective 3D, and I feel like that, uh, it feels like the next evolution of like HD 2D well, is something so, like this. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do agree with you, but that's like close to what the actual style of Star Ocean was. Star, oh, Star Ocean original, Star Ocean Second Story is um, a, uh, an original PlayStation game. So it was doing a lot of that like um, polygons on a like flat plane um oh, and so okay. this yeah is uh is, it's sort of the hd 2d meets the star ocean style i see i don't think i'll ever play it but it looks cool to me yeah i i, I really like this original game so I, I i may dip in but i mean november 2nd uh i'm gonna be playing all these other games <laughs> um coming out november 3rd is WarioWare move it which looks like it is a, a direct sequel to the wii WarioWare. um where it's all like uh, motion control uh, micro game stuff. Yeah, you hold two Joy-Con controllers. I'm so surprised that there's a Nether WarioWare game after we got that other one just not that long. Feels like not that long ago. Maybe it was two years at this point by yeah. the time that it comes out. But anyways, fun surprise. And I love uh, smooth moves, so I'll definitely pick this up. Yeah, this uh, uh, it, it it looks great, and it's got a local co-op and four-player uh, party mode. So. Um, uh, it seems like it's going to out everybody one to switch everybody one to switch. Uh, then uh, just uh, we back to Koizumi and uh, uh, Takahashi Nintendo um, Live. Oh yes, yes. For, for them just to announce um, Nintendo Live or not announce but bring it up. Um, you can register for tickets, all that stuff. Look it up if you're interested. Um, then there's uh, Tears of the Kingdom Amiibo. Uh, they thanked everyone for uh, enjoying Tears of the Kingdom. 
Um, uh, so we're getting a new Zelda and Ganondorf amiibo for this holiday. They look cool. I'm going to buy them because I'm a sucker. <laughs> um, uh, and then we moved on to the main event. Mark, we have three minutes. Let's talk about Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Oh my God, so much to say. Uh, first of all, the new art style, I think, is absolutely incredible. There is so much character in the animations. Um, some of the key poses look exactly like classic yes. illustrations of Mario, like with like uh, the cover of like Super Mario Brothers 3. Um, it, I am so excited, and they dropped the new branding, so it's now just like Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and uh, new look, these weird talking flower things. I, Mario turns into an elephant, there's Wonder Seeds. I don't know, Patrick, what do you think? Uh, no, I think this is wonderful. I, I, I love the way that they are cheating the uh, models of the characters so that like Mario is always like almost like three quarter facing the camera, even when he's running forward. That's one of the things that the new games were pretty bad about that they were just like, no, you see Mario's profile because you would see Mario's profile. <laughs> um, which is uh, nonsense, uh, and uh, it reminds me of the uh, some of the cheats that they made in uh, Link Between Worlds because they had to like tilt the uh, the Link's models when he's like facing certain directions, so it looked right. like it did on the Super NES. Um, so I love that they are doing all of that. Daisy is playable um, in this game. Uh, it seems like they're doing really trippy stuff. You grab uh, the Wonder Seeds, which like turn the world into a tripped out version of itself. Uh, where pipes are moving up and down and some of them are crawling along like inchworms. Four-player multiplayer, it looks like. Um, I no real way to tell how many characters are in this game. Uh, you can play as a Yoshi, but maybe you can also ride a Yoshi. Totally unclear to me how any of that works. Um, it seems amazing. It's out October 20th, um, and I, I'm, I, I'm so excited for this. I, I feel it, it's totally, uh, but I feel lucky to <laughs> be able to. To be to be able to see like a new iteration of yeah. like like a two D Super Mario Brothers series like evolve once again, right? We had like the classic uh, pixel games, and then the new series, and now whatever this new art style is, which is like super colorful. Like when you're seeing like seemingly like they acknowledge combos to do, you know, like when you you're hitting yeah. multiple enemies in a row. So like great, awesome, like. I don't know. It's um, uh, it just looks so wild. I can't get over the uh, detail in the animations and like the expressions of the characters. Like they do that close up of Daisy when she's pushing uh, against a pipe, and you see like the her facial expression change. Like that amount of detail, I think, is really exciting. It makes it feel more like like uh, the animated movie, you know. And I, I I think that's an interesting evolution for the series. Um. And I'm super excited to talk about this more, but I have to go. Ah, Mark, I just want to uh, I just want to mention the uh, the score, which was mostly acapella, um, like vo vocal stuff, which is really cool, and a bunch of uh, pink Koopas uh, wearing roller skates chasing Mario. Like, I don't know what more you could want. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm so excited. Uh, all right, Mark, you gotta go. So I'll see ya. <laughs> And that's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Thank you so much for bearing with us on uh, the uh, audio of, of, of the Zoom. Uh, hopefully it still was a, a compelling listen. And if you have any thoughts that we did not share about the, uh, the Direct, 
I'm certain that we will talk about it on uh, next week's news episode. So you can email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. That's going to do it for the show. Thank you to our 16-bit patron, Connor McCabe. We appreciate you, Connor. We appreciate everyone who supports us on Patreon. Um, uh, And again, join our Discord. Email us if you need an invitation. And also, those uh, those invites time out. So if uh, you have asked for an invitation and we sent you one and uh, you click on the link because it's the next day or two days later or whatever uh, and it doesn't work anymore, email us again. uh, I will be happy to send you uh, a second invitation. Uh, we just don't want those uh, links being out there forever. You know, people uh, sharing them and trading them and selling them on the black market. We don't want that. Anthony DeLuca made our logo. Our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. You can get more of his music by going to 8 or by listening right now. From my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Eller saying thank you for listening.